0: Well, welcome to CarCast. Matt, the moderator, DeAndre here with Bill Goldberg. Happy New Year! Welcome back. Yeah, I feel like I never left the garage. Uh, you're set up, set up in the garage. Got the headphones, got the microphone. So we, it's don't get, all
1: <laughs> don't get happy. It's Only temporary. Next week, you'll see a different spot, most likely. But let's just say I finally dialed it in for the first time in I don't
0: know, 20 years, 10 years, five years. So we're, um, we're. We're taking the podcast and we want to try start start to put the podcast up on YouTube. So if you're listening to the podcast, hopefully this will be up on YouTube as well. And cross our fingers, if you're watching this on YouTube, you understand, hey, there's been a podcast for a long time and we're just putting it up there. So there's going to be a few there's going to be some, some changes and uh, hopefully all for the better. And some of it will take time. Clearly where I'm sitting now, I'm in my warehouse. So I'm sort of in this hut. I've got the Ford lightning behind me. We're doing wheels and tires and a few mods to it. Um, all of this environment will improve over time. Uh, apologize, but
1: that looks freaking great, dude. It's awesome.
0: Uh, thank you. So uh, I want to be able to show more of the cars and stuff uh, uh, that we've got going on. Um, we want to start beefing up the CarCast YouTube channel as well and Goldberg's Garage YouTube channel. These are both kind of new to us. So the CarCast channel has been around for some time and we did a lot of the feature cars and we had guest cars there. Um, But I'll I'll tell you what happened. This is, I just want you guys to just know sort of the straight up truth behind the whole thing is uh, working with Adam Carolla, Um, the business model was podcasting. It was an audio company. And when we started doing the videos, it was mostly for fun. And when, um, Adam's company had signed with a advertising partner and distribution partner, um, that company wasn't too interested in the video side of things. Uh, and they asked us to not really do it. They're like, Hey, you're taking away from the audio portion, audio is where it's at, that's where they make their money. So they kind of shut down our YouTube channel in a sense. They told us to stop doing it. Uh, and we really didn't know any better at the time. And we're saying, hey, you, you're the guys who are paying us. We can't say no, you're the boss. So that's that. Uh, so it sat for a few years, um, which I feel bad about because I like doing those videos a lot. Uh, and now, Things have kind of changed as you guys have surely noticed and spoken out uh, on social media. Where is Adam Carolla? Where is Adam Carolla? Well, he's he's not he's not gone. He's just. A little bit less a part of this show. Um, Adam's agreement. uh, In the podcasting world has, again, this the same sort of uh, uh, distribution and advertising partner has said, We need you to scale back on some of all of the other shows that you're doing. You're doing a bunch of shows, 15 or so podcasts a week. We need to scale that back. Focus on the Adam Carolla show. They didn't really, for whatever reason, maybe they just didn't have uh, after COVID or or they just didn't have like the manpower to do the sales side or, or whatever. I don't even know exactly why but they said we need just to step back on some of these shows focus on adam carola show and if you guys have noticed the adam Carolla show is now i believe four days a week not five days a week so he was asked to step back this was not adam's decision for the most part um adam always liked doing CarCast, so uh he has said hey matt if you want to take the CarCast brand that we've built for the last 15 years um and run with it and continue to do the shows like we're doing here uh with with you bill and the new shows with alistair from Edmonds. he goes have at it take the social media take the the youtube channel and see what you can do with it and i said great i i think it would be kind of fun to try some new things so uh adam isn't completely gone i talked to him all the time i was just with him the other day we had dinner we spoke over the holidays uh, he still, you know, very much has his car collection, and there's things going on over there. Uh, I would imagine that when we do things like Monterey Car Week, we'll grab some videos of him racing. We'll put them up on the CarCast channel. Maybe we'll do some interviews live, like we did this past August with Gordon Murray, uh, and put that up on and, and Jim Farley from Ford. But well, now we'll maybe we could film that we could put that up on the carcast channel as well. It's just honestly uh I have no choice in the matter no say in the matter um on Adam Krola's involvement and to some extent he doesn't really have that much say in his involvement so that's that's sort of the politics of of how the business works yeah
1: well you know I mean for whatever reason uh we find ourselves in the situation that we're in and you know Adam, Adam's awesome. The, the, the more that you can do stuff with Adam continuing with CarCast, I mean, you, I mean, that's his love, right? And, uh, we're not agents and we don't know what people can do and what they can't do. And, uh, we're all getting older and segue into different parts of our lives and certain things are more important and he'll, he'll be back to some extent for sure. But yeah, you know, I'm no, I'm no agent, but I try to stay out of all that.
0: Yeah, and, and for the most part, I'm trying to stay out of it as, as well. But hey, look- um, At the same time as to
1: why he's not
0: around. Yeah, I just wanted to explain that uh, this is largely out of our hands, but he's not gone completely. Um, and I'm going to try to find ways to get him involved in maybe some shorter videos and stuff, if not on the podcast regularly. And look, um, there's no reason why- we, we still can't go over and visit the cars. And even if I can't get at them, uh, I still, one of the things we always wanted to do was walk around and talk about each of the race cars. So I would like to do that at some point as well. And we can do that over time. There's plenty of race cars in there. Uh, and we, we might even be having a bunch of the um, Paul Newman collection going into a museum for some limited amount of time.
1: You should at least go over every single one of those race cars with the camera uh, in in the vertical direction and do a uh, 60-second short for the CarCast YouTube channel. Just to to satiate these people in the meantime because those cars are absolutely beautiful. You know, I mean, I'd love to see them.
0: Certainly cool stuff and a lot of history and a lot of you guys have been with us over the years understand that uh, uh, it's really just been a passion and sort of a love for uh, both Adam and I just to curate that collection. Of course I get the easy part. I get to mostly find and and purchase the cars and and spend his money in the process. So, uh, but he gets to own them and, and, and pass them down to his kids or whatever he's going to want. I get to visit them and occasionally maybe shoot a video with them. Um, But Hey, I I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. So that's kind of um, what's going on here. Now we want to get these, Uh, podcasts up on YouTube as well, and they will improve over time, the production value or whatever. Uh, We want to bring guests back onto the show. Uh, That was another issue with, with during the, during the pandemics were shut down, guests were limited into the studio. So we're going to set up some new things and, and we can even do it over, over zoom. I just want to be able to have some good conversations again with, with guests. Um, As a matter of fact, I think next week, Uh, we've got the guys from, I think it's Zinger. Uh, I'm pronouncing it right. It's C-Z-I-N-G-R, I I believe. Uh, They've got the crazy um, new hypercar or supercar or whatever you want to call it now. And it's largely like 3D printed and uh, it's it's cool. We saw it at um, the Velocity Invitational uh, about a year or so ago and then saw it again at at Monterey and uh, reached out to them and um said what's what why now why are you doing this tell us about the car uh so we're going to have them on on the show to talk a little bit about it as well um so some guests like that i think would be great we'll have ring brothers back and and a few others um so i'm looking forward to doing that and putting that up on youtube also um the car projects i mean uh like I said, I've got the Ford lightning. Um, we're doing a couple small things to it. Now that I've had it for a year, we're doing some wheels and tires on it. Um, uh, possibly working on lowering it. I've been working with uh Eibach for a while on how we can make that happen um, and make everything still work. By the way, <laughs> that's been the issue is get everything to, to function properly. What is the issue? Um, and uh, I want to be able to, to, to walk through some of the cars that we have um, the, the, the 2021 Mustang Mach 1, now that it's pretty much done. The twin turbo car we built for SEMA. I've been driving it all week uh, and really just getting into enjoying that car. The SAC Mustang and some of the others. So um, hopefully that will be interesting stuff and you guys will like it. And I really want your feedback on it. I know there's going to be a lot of people breaking our balls on YouTube about, uh, you know. It was a shit. Yeah, I, I there's nothing I could do about it, guys. Come if you on, like man. the video, like the video. If you don't like the video, we're going to uh,
1: put out I, some badass shit in the future. Go to <laughs> CarCast on YouTube. It's going to be stuff that you loved in the past, but you're going to absolutely fall in love with in the future. So I,
0: I hope so. And if not, don't worry. There's plenty of content on YouTube. There's other stuff you can go watch. You can go watch Mr. Beast or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, you guys have heard us been talking about Goldberg's Garage, the YouTube channel. And and look, uh, Bill and I have been talking back and forth for months about uh, what to do there and how he's been improving uh, the quality of the films and picking the projects. And as you can see now behind him, the Cobra is is taken apart, which I guess that's what you've just been thrashing on yourself over the past few weeks during the holiday break.
1: I, you know where do we start with the holiday break, man? Honest to God, um, whether it's Craig Jackson coming over, me getting a new film crew, uh, me blowing the Cobra apart on the road, and then off the road, yeah, man. 2024 is really started off extremely busy, but yeah, I mean, where do I start? I mean, I I, I got the 170, I got my first 170, went and picked it up. Obviously, you can go to Goldberg's Garage and look at that video right there um and then i got it uh it was a race between picking up the car and opening up the trailer because we had no key to open up the trailer so we had to break into the lock at the same time craig's flying in from scottsdale and we're trying to beat him to the house with the 170 so that we can film the thing for barrett-jackson because i'm taking him to barrett-jackson saturday night january 27th for the auction uh And, you know, having Craig come to the garage is, I mean, uh, uh, is an anomaly all of its own because it's freaking Craig Jackson. And I mean, this place, I've got a lot of shit going on here right now. And it was absolutely filthy. So I called my detailer in, called my mechanic in, and I ran back here. I mean, we probably cleaned nine cars. I, I euthanized this whole place by sucking all the trash out of it, you know, trying to get it presentable. For, for Craig and then trying to get the cars ready. It's just one thing after another, but, and then simultaneously filming at the same time. And like you said, trying to get the right package, YouTube is a, is a different deal. And I found that out. I mean, you see a lot of people look at demolition rants for, for an example. I mean, it's, it's not a car uh, centric site by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a goofy place where people can go and watch firearms and watch some goofy content, right? These guys have so many followers and they've they've acquired them somehow with this killer formula, you know, throughout COVID and then it exists now. And all we're trying to do is try to capture a little bit of that and throw some good production value in at the same time. I got Bud Brutzman, you know, that does overhaul and it and did Garage Mahal back in the day. It does everything with Chip Foose. And I mean, he's shooting Goldberg's Garage now, but, you know, it's a balance between the high production level that you want and you need because we've been in Hollywood and we like to be the best at what we do. Right. With the lackadaisical presentation of, Hey man, you know, the camera's shaking, but you know, I'm holding it and you're actively participating with whatever I'm doing in real time. So at the end of the day, in a long dissertation, man, we're just trying to roll the dice and throw it out there and become a good product for you guys to uh, go back and forth to. And, In that vein, we'll be doing updates on the Cobra. I did uh, the Goldberg's Garage episode with it last week. Uh, I'll just say that there were two bolts holding the windshield down, and I snapped the first one when I gave Wanda's dad a test drive, shifting first to second. Well, I snapped the second one (laughs) last (laughs) week. And so the windshield, yeah, it's just. It, I mean, it's gonna be a funny video it's, uh, uh, but a little a little uh, uh, spoiler is that yes, you see the car behind you completely gutted, which is what I did in about a 12 hour period of time, uh, New Year's Day. And um, uh, yeah, I'm upgrading the hell out of it. it. It needs some help. 850 horsepower. The thing doesn't handle very well. It doesn't it, it doesn't stop very well it doesn't cool itself very well. So we're changing everything. And Oh, by the way, the aesthetics are going to completely change too. So, um, that's just some of the stuff that you got to look forward to, man. That's some of the stuff that I've been doing and, uh, it only scratches the surface.
0: Uh, I was in the
1: garage the other day playing basketball. Let's just say that. So I've been chasing her out of, you know, eating all the landscaping again for the last week. (laughs) Nothing's changed here at Goldberg's Grove.
0: Uh, I've been in that car, and that's a scary car. And I get that the car was just sort of a means to an end. You had this opportunity for an engine, and you said, throw it in the silliest, lightest, stupidest thing I could think of. But it wasn't really, like, the car itself, like, the kits and stuff that were available weren't as well thought out as as some of them are today. So,
1: oh, they weren't, but... But, and I found this through investigating, and I got a hold of Unique Motor Cars. Ironically, I've got the folder that, that Ernie gave me when he gave me the car in 94. I called the number. It's the same freaking number and the same owner. Uh, uh I think it's Bo Weaver. I can't remember offhand, but it's the same guy. Same, he knew the car. I had spoken to him once before. You know, they're going to help us out a little bit. But what had happened was... He told me specifically about this car because we talked about power steering. We talked about the steering rack. We talked about the brakes. Yeah, Ernie had had grabbed this car. It was one of the ten that they did right. So, so Ernie did some special things to the suspension, to the braking system uh, on each of the cars, but they're all kind of different. And so, I gave him the VIN number, and he kind of remembered as to what was special about this car. So, so the problem is, is that. You look at the rudimentary technology that most of these kit car companies use, and it's like putting a freaking 454 on a lawnmower, right? Yeah. That's the best analogy I can give you. But this one's a little bit different. You know, I mean, it used the racing technology back in the day, but in 30 years, that's freaking changed. So no matter if it was done by Ernie Elliott or unique, unique motor cars, the standard that it was up to then far fails in today's world so um why not bring it up to speed so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to some people
0: it was interesting you were able to reach out and talk to the people that were involved with building it the first time that's been one of the things uh again with mentioning adam is one of the things that we've really been going after as he's acquired all of his vintage race cars and 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 the documentary films that he's made is is trying to connect and have conversations with people that were part of the team originally and you really want to get to most of those people before they're gone.
1: Well, uh, yeah. But look at the example of Ron Kirby getting a hold of the show and wanting to reach out to me and talk to me about the car. We have to have Ron on. I mean, he's the original driver and owner of the 70 and a half Z28 Trans Am car that I have. Yeah. So right. Uh, yeah. That, you know, that that's but that's again that's why we all do this, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's the story behind the vehicle. And to be able to talk to the people that were there in the beginning, whether they bought the car, whether they wrenched on the car, whether they drove the car, that's freaking gold. Especially like you said, because they're they're dropping like flies.
0: Yeah, which is which is too bad. That's just time getting the best of us. Um all of us. All right. So the Cobra, uh, you're getting it apart, you're figuring out really what's there, and then reaching out and going how can we how can we improve this uh because you never really got a chance to look under the skin of that vehicle since you've had it
1: no and it's a perfect car for a guy like me because i'm not the biggest wrench in the world by any stretch of the imagination i never profess to be but i'm willing to learn and this is a great car to learn on you know uh jackson hill my mechanic is, is wonderful at what he does and he's wonderful at, at teaching too right this is a freaking rudimentary car that you know entry-level guys can can get into. And it's a great teaching tool for me. So I mean, yes, you talk about specifics. Look at the the Jag rear end technology still used in, in the braking and the suspension of this car. And it's got you know 16-inch uh uh rotors, but it's got their their Brembo calipers and a and a uh and a Willwood, uh uh a disc disc. Right. Yeah. And, and then I'm looking at putting a 15 inch because this car weighs 2,600 pounds. How much braking do you really need in the front? Right. Well, right. I want to change the wheel tire package. You, if you go knockoffs and you go 15s, then I can, you know, put a, 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 an updated brake system in the front and then have the tire that I want in the back with a 15, uh, it's, 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 such a long story, but yeah, there's so much to improve upon. It's not even funny. Yeah. And it's, it's a great tool for me to learn on. So. Hey,
0: and you're step- right. You, you talk about the technology and even the parts that are available now. I mean, uh, so many of the modern day cars, they're all sort of competing on who has the biggest brake package. And we're seeing 12, 13, 14, even 15 inch rotors in 22 inch wheels. But you can't do that on old cars like that.
1: But, oh, and I don't want to fly over the windshield when I step on the brakes either, right?
0: Right. But now you can get a really good high-performance brake package on a smaller rotor. You can work with guys like Willwood, who've been doing a lot of like the vintage car stuff classic car stuff and say hey we want to improve the brakes but we understand you can't fit a 14 inch rotor in there so what can you do with a 12 inch rotor can we make it stop and how do they manage heat and 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 stuff so it's it's definitely more things available now than there were you know uh years ago when that when that car was built so i
1: mean um, yeah look at the lighting right i mean yeah. just look at the lighting alone right i'm going to change the the appearance of everything on this car the lights are going to be a hell of a lot better and aesthetically they're going to it's going to be a completely different look the cobra is a very basic car so anything you do to it it's going to stand out but i'm going to make everything i do to it completely disappear i'm going to black the whole thing out X is going to come in and they're going to wrap it i mean it's going to be really cool it's a it's a very exciting project and the fact is is that the biggest part of it is already done i mean i've got that motor and i don't care what i put around it I mean, it's that, that's a kick-ass package. So um, I'm starting with something really cool and uh, I'm going to put my own flair on it and, 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 and update. Th-
0: this car doesn't have to be an authentic Cobra replica. This doesn't need, oh, this isn't here- the right, this isn't the right platform for that. There's, listen, you can go to Superformance. You can get one of their movie cars. You can get one of their, one of their other versions of the Cobra that they have, and you can get something that's really kind of authentic and, and turnkey or, or whatever but that was never the idea behind this car so if if this needs to get some crazy aesthetics and modifications to make this package perform then have at it that's my thought It's just have at it I,
1: yeah no question it's it's gonna be great I, i'm very much looking forward to it as evident of me tearing it down like 10 <laughs> i mean i'm like okay let's go someone's uh, gonna so- have
0: to put it back together though
1: <laughs> oh, that's easy. And I bagged and tagged everything. I took it all off myself. I know where it goes. And, you know, it, we're, you know, completely different, you know, wiring system. Everything is going to be updated. New gauges, new everything. It's just going to be cool, man. And yeah. I'm excited about it. And it's a great way to start off the year. It's a great way to increase anticipation for the show and, you know, restoration vlogs that we're going to have on, on Goldberg's garage. It's going to be cool, man.
0: Uh, All right. So turning the page a little bit, I I saw a post that you did on social media. You're going to have to explain some more of what's going on here. Um, uh, I don't know, just just bad behavior, I guess, uh, during the holidays. We had uh, uh, a U.S. military service member uh, overseas ordered a Dodge 170 um, and then and you can explain it better than I am, but ordered the vehicle and then. The dealer I guess said, hey, this is a valuable car. This person's not here. We're not gonna hold the car. We're gonna sell it basically out from underneath them. And and so that's, a, th- that's that. They thought they could make a, a markup or make a little bit extra money.
1: But you know, in this day and age, that's what every dealer's doing. And let's it's, just- it's unfortunate. <laughs> let's just let everybody know that, the, that it's not the manufacturer. The manufacturer only has a certain stranglehold on a dealer, right? They they can only, uh, they can only control them to to a point, and these dealers, as I told you, every one of them in the country has done markups on the 170, except for two dealers, and they were they were uh, uh, applauded through Dodge. One of them is my dealer, right? So everybody's gonna upcharge you, but to upcharge and sell out from under, and a deployed serviceman who God knows has saved his money for how long for that 50 grand, you know, markup you're going to charge him. He already had his name on the car. The car had already been delivered. He was deployed. His wife was on her way up to, to put another deposit down on another deposit. I don't know the specifics. Let's just say that the car, that on the build sheet, it was the, the servant deployed serviceman's name. So the car had been built for him. It was delivered to the dealership. They didn't live in town his wife came down to do some paperwork he while she was traveling down went on um he had had gotten some photos of the car sent to him by the the dealer and he went on a uh demon 170 vlog or something like that uh uh, and there were pictures of the exact car From another user saying that he just purchased that car so obviously the hair stood up on this guy's arms and and he tried to figure out what happened extremely long story short this was brought to my attention and i brought it up to the powers that be at dodge they knew about it a little bit and um let's just say they made it right Okay, it's an extremely long story. I kept up with the servicemen along the way. I was in the background, just make, just kind of navigating his path, right? And I knew that once it got into the pertinent people's hands, that it would be taken care of. It was taken care of. He was given uh, an option to to purchase one of the forty that were put away, or seemingly now it's became uh, it, it's also become an option to get the original one that was built for him because the person that bought that car wants him to have the car um, they want to do the right thing so i think at this point it, it it's to where he has a choice so let's just say that dodge has come in with that white cape and made it right they are the brotherhood of muscle everybody has exclaimed throughout this process that the the people that buy the cars of the brotherhood of muscle yes we are, and we have the ultimate say, but we actually don't because the dealer has the ultimate say because they provide us with those cars and give us the ability to be part of the brotherhood of muscle and purchase them. And then I'll be all inclusive. Anyway, um, they I, showed I, the true colors and they came through and they made it right. I,
0: I liked hearing that, uh, Dodge wanted to make it right. And they stepped up. And then the guy who bought the car, who obviously didn't know this story was like, I I didn't know. And he wanted to step up and like, give the car back or somehow make, make, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, like, I'm, I'm not going to pound it in the ground, but we're the brotherhood of muscle, all these Dodge people, you know, we, we, we all stick together and we're in it for a common goal. Right. And so this guy finds out about it. He, he ultimately wants to do the right thing. Um, and I, I think in a crappy situation and the finger can only be pointed at the dealers. Um, it ended up to be, be, you know, a good story. So, um, I'm sorry that the guy had to go through it. It sucks. I appreciate his service very, very much. And, uh, that should never happen to anyone, let alone somebody like that. So the dealer has been absolutely drugged through the coals as they should be. And I wouldn't buy a car there ever. And that's why my dealer is such an awesome dealer. And in in an instance like this, you truly see the difference between, you know, uh, modes of operation. Uh, it, it, it's unbelievable that someone the, would do
0: it. The, the guy in the military that bought the car, did you get a chance at all to talk to him or email with him or get in touch with him? Yeah, I was,
1: I was emailing with him back and forth. Like I said, I mean, it's, I'm not, you know, me, dude, I don't, I don't get involved in this uh, for any other reason than to do the right thing. And so I knew that my, I don't know if my name was involved with it, that people would, I don't know. I I just, I needed to be anonymous. Just try.
0: You just want to try. I
1: I just wanted to help. Hey, if I could make a phone call and hook him up with the right people and make sure that those, if I, here's the deal. The reason why I stepped in is because I'm not a suit and I'm not a normal person. So if (laughs) I could come in and be Goldberg and be, the mayor of Muscleville, and be a conduit between the two to make it right and to tell the right story without people having to question anything that's being told to them. Then that's my job, right? So, I, I, if I helped in in two percent, then frick, my job was done.
0: Yeah, I listen. It was it was it was worth the effort. It sounds like things got resolved. So, it's whatever good. role you had in that, uh, I'm sure uh, the guy appreciates it.
1: That's all that matters. And the right thing was done, man. And, and the fingers weren't pointed in the wrong direction that, that, I think that was part of my wanting to get in, jump in there was, you know, cause caniscus can only say certain things and do certain things because at the end of the day, he is a company man, but I just wanted, wanted to make sure the story was right.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to get, uh, we're going to get, I think we're going to start wrapping things up um but as you mentioned so Craig Jackson came out barrett Jackson coming up soon uh it's going to be a great event if you guys are going to make it out to Scottsdale uh, uh we'll be out there um your cars are going up Saturday night now you've got the two cars the 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 two demons the demon and the 170 going up as a pair uh um if you guys haven't seen the video I'll- that's the only miles
1: that have been put on them are, are uh uh burnouts in one by me and burnouts in the other by, by Craig Jackson. <laughs> Craig. They have ten miles on them. So yeah, I mean it's dude, we're right in the middle of some unbelievable cars. We're hundred point one. and 1,400.1. You know, I think that's the lot or lot numbers. Yeah, it's a pair. It's gonna be great. I'm driving the 18 up gage is going to drive the 170 up behind me hopefully he doesn't kill me and or everyone else <laughs> it's going to be a killer night man there's some absolutely kick-ass cars before us and after us and i'm looking forward to um uh, to having a killer night and uh uh handing the keys over to somebody who really understands what they're about to get into so i but think like,
0: it's if you can't go or whatever it you know still just check out check out the video it's a fun video it's nice to see you and craig connect after a little while um uh because you haven't been out to bear jackson in in the past few years i'm not quite sure when um
1: oh maybe you did a quick i went remember i went and then my... yeah
0: you did a Best quick friend. thing with um with the badass workbenches i think maybe you ran in over there uh uh, but yeah, anyway, it's going to be a fun event and uh, appreciate you guys listening to the podcast and checking out the YouTube version of this. As we said, we will get things, uh, better over time. Go ahead.
1: You forgot one intricate detail.
0: Oh my gosh. With
1: the sale of these vehicles. Yeah. There's going to be a present in the trunk of each one of them. And what's well, there'll probably be a number of presents that I <laughs> strategically bring out during the auction. But a finite present that we know is going to be in the trunk of each car is.
0: Yeah, we've got some of our of our beverages, a couple cases of uh, Bravago in the trunk, um, uh, sign some cases, come have a drink with us. Uh, And now that um, we're kind of on our own with CarCast, we can officially say that CarCast is presented by DrinkBravago.com. So if you guys want to check out the the hard seltzer, I think you guys will like it. DrinkBravago.com is where you go and you can get it. And there's some shirts and some hats and some dog treats and some other things you can grab over there. and here's well.
1: some here's some YouTube stuff. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to Carcast on YouTube.
0: Uh, we would appreciate that. That certainly helps us out. and Goldberg's garage as well. So we have two wonderful YouTube channels that uh, we're gonna we're gonna work on and hopefully make better for you guys. So you know leave us some comments, let you know. be gentle, please. Just be gentle, but go ahead and leave us some comments. Whatever you want to me, I don't care. I don't, I don't these days. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel. And your foot. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCastShow. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes.